Oh, yes. It's backdoor cover time. The National Football League Week 2. Time to break it all down. It's Tuesday. Hit the high porn. Hit it twice for Tuesday. Oh, yeah. It's a two for Tuesday. Honk, honk. Door cover. How was that for my wacky FM DJ voice? You're pretty good, Micah. Well, thanks, Brad. I got a feeling your music stinks, but your voice is money-making, baby. Next up, some song by Doja Cat. Oh, it's pretty deep cut there, bud. Good for you. I mean, Doja Cat has a lot of hits, Brad. I, oh, okay. I thought that was just... My a, wife listens to a lot of Top 40 radio, <laughs> and so I do as well when I'm in the vehicle with her. Does it make you feel crazy like your voice is making me feel right now? It does make me crazy, mm. Brad. I don't understand why Doja Cat is popular, but apparently she is. Is this happening on Sirius or is this happening on terrestrial radio? Uh, Caitlin subscribes to Sirius. Whoa. I am on terrestrial radio. You know what else Caitlin should uh, subscribe to? Backdoor cover Patreon, baby. How about that? Ooh, hit it again. Let me give you one more. That's Dude, right. We got a nice little uh, we got a nice little community built on this song, bitch. You guys, thank you to everybody who has gone over to our Patreon page and subscribed. We really appreciate it. Like we said, we're trying to get funds to pay Peter and Mitch, our uh, our two very quirky personalities, and the life behind the algo and our betting platform with uh, you know NFL betting picks. So. Really appreciate y'all coming and showing support. Uh, it means a lot. And yeah, we're going to build that motherfucker up. So come join if you haven't, because it's going to be a party. I love it. The other way you can support the program is to buy a mortgage from me. Please <laughs> eat this. Uh, <laughs> go to michaelweiner.com, okay? Just do it. If you or anyone you know or work with plan to buy a home this year, reach out today. Let's get started. Let's link and build together. Nice. All right, let's talk about the greatest thing in the world. Okay. And that's the National Football League. Isn't it the the best, though? Like, this is not hyperbole. This is the greatest thing in the world. It's amazing, man. I, it makes all of the... All of the... Does it put the jam in your jelly roll? Sure. It's just it, like all of the insanity, all of the insufferableness about the NFL mm-hmm. year round coverage. The fact that the day after the Super Bowl goes, we start talking about the draft. And from the draft, we start talking about preseason or mini camps and preseason. And mm-hmm. like it's all insufferable to me. I am, I'm at the point where there, it, I tried to watch some preseason football this year and mm-hmm. it just, it was disgusting. I was disgusted. You know the part that I enjoy but preseason comes back and we are back. Yeah. There it's just the most compelling thing in sports. It period. really is. It just is. There's no arguing it. My favorite part of the preseason is the like kind of conversations around whatever, prepping for your fantasy league. I know that's boring as shit, but it's still interesting and it helps you kind of learn about the teams, learn about kind of what's going on behind the scenes. So there is some stuff outside of the regular season, but I'm with you, man. Primarily, I'm engaged in season uh, when we are full blast 16 games. Uh, 17 games. Sunday madness. This, yeah, exactly. This, this league is so greedy and hateable. They've expanded from 16 to 17. I'm sure they'll be at 18 within a couple of years. Mm. They, they play games overseas. They play games at 8 in the morning. 
for some reason, there were two Monday night games last night. I still don't understand why. Are you receiving a call? Does someone want a mortgage, Micah? Oh, somebody calling me? Oh, uh, I'm hearing some some ringing tones over there. It's uh, it's the <laughs> apologies. Anyway, um, it it just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that everything this league does, it, you know, they they have no, there is no Charles Barkley in the NFL. There's nothing. The coverage is is asinine. Hmm. There's no pregame show that's worth watching. There's no postgame show worth watching. Nothing other than the games is good, but the games are so good. I can't, I just, I can't quit this league, Brad. I think they might need to get some new blood on the pregame shows. Like they basically, the formula is five very old men who used to play football and were like kind of quirky and cool, maybe like 10 or 15 years ago are making picks. And it's, I mean, it's gotten, I don't know, it's not Lee Corps so bad, but it's trending in that direction. Uh, well, nothing's leak or so bad. Good God, that poor bastard. Get him off the television. Unless he wants to be on, then who gives a shit? Uh, but anyway. So, Can't you put a camera in front of him and pretend <laughs> television? I don't know. I, that was rude, but he's somebody's grandfather, I guess. But That's he's true. Just, I don't know how we're talking about Lee Corso. Old people, uh, geriatrics. This is a geriatric podcast now. Well, not Let's, anymore, Brad, because the, the old people are out there. Yeah. But the young people, the mm-hmm. new people, the hip people, the podcast listeners, they're all in on No House Advantage. Oh, now we're going to go right into our ad read. We really appreciate no House these Advantage dudes. Is the future, buddy. It's changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Playing pick'em contests versus other people for a shot winning $150,000 or more in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points, and climb that leaderboard for your shot at big cash, big money. Nice. And you can test your skills versus the house or uh, 20X your entry if you hit all your picks, bet on player props over unders across every major sport, including the National Football League. Sign up now with promo code BDC, like backdoor cover, at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app in any app store to get your first deposit match up to 25 bucks. That's promo code BDC at nohouseadvantage.com. Check it out. It's not where you, how you play, but also where you play. You don't want to miss this. I concur, man. It's a good platform. It's fun. It's an easy way to make kind of like smaller little bets on, on players throughout the week. Uh, get you some, it's a good, it's a good little platform. I'll drop the uh, link to the app in the description of this podcast so it'll automatically apply our our promo code but it's bdc if you didn't hear and uh yeah let's ride nohouseadvantage.com let's ride broncos broncos country let's ride Ooh, broncos country uh, is right, a sad uh, place let's run through the nfl weekend uh it was tremendous as it as it normally you want to start with monday or do you want to start from the beginning and go down yeah we can start with monday because they were the two monday night games were both ass kickings mm. uh no idea why we have two Monday night games in week one, but our week two, it just it doesn't make any damn sense. I loved it. Uh, the Bills kicked the shit out of the Titans last night, 41 to seven. Uh, the Bills look like the best team in football, period. Best offense, best defense. It's a pretty good combination. Josh Allen, 317 yards passing, four touchdowns. Pretty strong. Stephon Diggs, three receiving scores, 148 yards on 12 catches. He's that dude. 
they were starting a bunch of rookies at corner and and the guys that were having to play like man coverage on digs and like when he would get them one-on-one he was just doing the meanest shit to them like he's stiffing him in the face he was just doing the most disrespectful like veteran shit to these dudes and they were getting so fed up with him uh i don't know if you noticed that little sub sub storyline subplot but he was so rough with the kids and he just annihilated them it was actually really fun to watch because i got stefan Diggs on my squad but that's good for you you just i like seeing a little bit of hazing done the rookie's got to get a little bit of it and Diggs is the one to give it to him so he went after those fools the Titans, a reminder, were the number one seed in the AFC last year and are now 0-2, and they still have Ryan Tannehill at quarterback, which is probably not a great thing. Uh, but they probably don't have anywhere else to go. They need to get their ass together in week three. We'll talk about that later in the week. The other game last night, the Eagles put on an impressive performance, uh, 24-7. to This was also the score at halftime. No one scored in the second half. A very boring game. Yeah. I wasn't expecting this. I thought the Vikings were going to come out and give it to the Eagles. I thought Jefferson uh, was going to have his whatever otherworldly season. And this was a bit of a hiccup for, for Vikings fans and for pretty much every skill position on that squad. Uh, Jalen Hurts goes 26 for 31 for 333 and a touchdown through the air. That can't happen. You you can't allow that, that guy to make those throws. And if he thinks that's good, he also had... 11 carries, 57 yards, and two rushing touchdowns. So, like, he torched these dudes air and uh, through the air and on the ground. He was great, man. He looked really good. He's super poised uh, under center. And he's a beat. I mean, he the, the touchdowns he had, he just ran over dudes. He Yeah, this was he, not any sort of, like, he, he got around people. He went through motherfuckers. Yeah. 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 He's, I mean, get, dude, I think he's underrated. It's a one-on-one matchup with somebody inside the five. He's scoring. I think he's underrated. I think he has leadership qualities that are not whatever. They don't show up in the box. Eh, score. There may be something to that. I think we'll there see. is, man. Eagles he's got swag. Vikings fall to one and one. Uh, so both Monday nighters were dud. The Sunday night game also a dud for the second consecutive week. Packers roll over the Bears. To be expected. What's that? This was to be expected. Like Rodgers is the Bears' daddy, and that's just how this goes. Yeah, at home with Aubrey Marcus in attendance on the sideline. <laughs> Nice. I, I don't even want to get into it. Uh, let's let's go to the early window. Okay. Uh, the most exciting game for me was the Cardinals over the Raiders, 29-23 in overtime. They score on a wild fumble recovery touchdown after a wild fourth quarter comeback uh, where Kyler Murray just wore the Raiders out. He was cooking, uh, man. Around and going crazy. I got a take for you. I think Kyler Murray stinks if he's sitting in the pocket, but I think if he's on the run and if he's flushed out of the pocket and playing kind of street ball style, I think he's an elite quarterback. I think he's top five. Like I think he throws super accurately on the run, and then that also takes into account how fast he is, all that. But if he's in the pocket, he's just so boring. It sort of hit me that he is sort of like the opposite of the there. There was the old you know prototype of the uh, Mm -hmm. the old bruising running back they used to say was better in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Because he beat you down for three quarters. I know what you mean. He does the opposite. He just runs around for three quarters. And by the fourth quarter, the defense is tired. I, I feel like they made a bunch of comebacks last year and the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's why it's just exhausting. It's exhausting watching that dude on uh was it the two point conversion or a fourth down play where he ran for 21 seconds <laughs> before he scored and then they converted two fourth quarter 
uh, two pointers uh, outscored the Raiders 23 to three in the second half, plus six more in the, uh, in the OT, a 30 to three, uh, you know, well, not 30, 29, whatever. Yeah. They score all 29 points in the, the second half and overtime uh, to beat the Raiders, a very tough loss for the Raiders who fall to yeah. 0 and two, especially at home. Choke job. Uh, I mean, th- those were two teams that were both sort of a must win game coming in. 0 and one, and the Raiders choke it at home. Although this wasn't as much of a choke as I, I have to give Arizona credit for winning this game. Mm. There were some other games that were stone cold chokes. This was not one of them. Uh, I don't know. I, I can kind of see it both ways, but I mean, you get outscored by 16 in the fourth quarter, and then obviously you get beat by six in overtime because it only, only the Cardinals scored to win. Mm, that's pretty fucking unexcusable. But man, like I'm just telling you, if you're scrambling around for 21 seconds and a holding call doesn't get made, I think something's wrong. Like you can't just like that doesn't happen. Like someone's going to hold somebody well, if you're I think running. Those for guys are coached seconds. up not to hold. Yeah, I do too. But I just don't think it's possible for you to stay upright for 21 seconds in the pocket or whatever, even if you're out of the pocket but behind the line of scrimmage. I just don't see that as possible. But uh, whatever, it didn't get called. So yeah. There wasn't like a direct person or thing I could or unit whatever that I could point to as as choking. It's just what a disappointing loss for the Raiders. Uh yes, I I agree. It may not have been the worst choke of the week, but it might be the most disappointing mm. loss. Y- you've got to be. I heard Mike Lombardi say like you're up twenty to nothing at half. You've got to realize I got to score. I got to get to twenty seven to win this game. And they only scored three points in the second half. And they lose. Yeah, take your foot off the uh, gas. You're in trouble. That's a tough one. Uh, staying out in the AFC West, the Broncos defeated the Texans. Broncos country, let's ride. <laughs> 16-9 in a bit of a fourth-quarter comeback. This team just can't get out of their own way, though. There's the Broncos? There's, yeah, the Broncos have coaching mistakes. They've got – they're taking they're taking delay of game penalties. Like, they're a clown show. They right look now. like a mess, don't they? And, you know, they're 1-1, one and one and they could be 2-0. and oh. um, But they do – beat the Texans who played pretty well for the level of talent they have, which isn't very much. Oh, I think they've got lots of talent. I just, I think it's a clown show. Russell Wilson's really struggled to get his footing there. And I think that they just, I think Jerry Judy got hurt in this game. Uh, so he's questionable moving forward. Um, a couple of guys have gotten hurt. Uh, what's the receiver's name that was injured in the preseason? Uh, is escaping now, but regardless, he was their number three guy. So that's your top two re- receivers uh, next to Cortland Sutton. Uh, I mean, they've got good skill positions. Otherwise, don't you think? Like yeah, a good. I don't know. They're talented. I was saying the Texans have no talent. Oh, that I concur with. Uh, my bad, brother. I was mishearing that. Yeah. Besides okay. Damon Pierce, right? Oh, Denver should be good. Uh, granted, they play in the toughest division in football, and mm. they they better get their shit together. They just before- look like shit. Yeah. And uh, Chargers start getting into that schedule. Uh, perhaps the most consequential game of the week, the 49ers beat the Seahawks. Uh, nobody cares about the Seahawks. They stink still. But 27-7, uh, to 7, a swift ass-kicking and the return of Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. I hate to see this, though, for Lance, man. Like, he got one quarter of non-monsoon weather to play in, and now, like, he's just going to get shit on by the media. I guarantee it. Uh, whether he ever bounces back and gets into the shot, who knows? But he's out for the season, you would imagine, right? With a broken ankle. Yes, yes, he's out for the season. I think there was an ACL tear too, mm. or a torn ligament of some sort. Oh God! Uh, but Jimmy Garoppolo, who 
They failed to cut or trade. They brought him back on a limited deal, but it's my understanding that his deal is all based on incentives. Mm. So if Jimmy G starts the next 15 games, he can get paid. He'll probably get paid the same amount he was going to make anyway. So all's well that ends well for him. Uh, but yeah, real tough scene there. But but if you're 49ers better, I, I think mean, better it's, today. it's better for the short term. It is certainly the better option I mean, in the short this term. This is a team that was was only a, a few plays away from the Super Bowl last year. They've got a chance to make a run again this year with a guy who is just like so I I don't know how to explain it. Like he's kind of poised. He doesn't do anything very well. He doesn't he's not flashy, but they just it's clear the team rallies behind him. He comes in, he knows how to not lose the game. And he's game manager. Yeah, he is he is probably the best game manager right now. Uh, in, yeah. yeah, in the NFL today. It's pretty fair. Um, yeah. he's sort of like uh, Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl <laughs> and was sort of like the poster child for there. Like he Jake was, DeLome. Yeah, he well, Jake DeLome didn't win a Super Bowl, but yeah, he went to the Super Dilfer, Bowl. Dilfer won a Super Bowl and they replaced him the next year. Mm. Uh, so, you know, as far as not losing the game, Jimmy G can do that. So, shouts to him. All right, fair enough. The Rams win a game that was probably a little closer than it should have been over the Falcons, 31-27. Did you see the Jalen Ramsey interception at the end of this game? Where he, like, mossed him? It was unbelievable. Mossed him from behind. Yeah. I, that was an incredible play. really was. That guy, I mean, that's when, like, your your superstar, supernova talent comes into play here. Like, the Rams spent all this money on whatever veteran, old-ass dudes that are whatever supernova talents there's one of them there's that Jalen ramsey guy and that motherfucker got up on that one i mean that was an incredible play i mean they gave up 17 points in the fourth quarter to the falcons like what are they doing what is wrong with the rams they are there is something going on something stinks in uh la on the Rams side well we'll see i don't think matthew stafford is very healthy he didn't look great in this game um We'll see. We'll keep eyes on them. They improved to one and one. The but Falcons. I mean, you think about the Cam Akers thing. Like he barely gets touches at this point. Uh, they're trying to figure out how to get Allen Robinson going as their new receiver, their new number two to go alongside Cooper Cup. Like there's just weird, stinky stuff going on with the Rams. Where I expect them to pull it into form, but at the moment they just don't. Ex- I'm not impressed at all. 31-27 versus a shitty Falcons team is not going to get it done. No, no, it won't. Uh, moving on the. Let's do Dolphins-Ravens next. Uh, and another incredible game in the early window. Dolphins come back and score 28 fourth-quarter points. They were down 21 points in the fourth quarter, beat the Ravens on the road, 42-38. Uh, an incredible performance. Two ahead, six touchdowns, 469 yards passing. Tyreek Hill has 190 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Waddle was well over 100 yards. 171 and two touchdowns for Waddle. I mean, watch out. Uh, the Dolphins approved it 2-0. And, and uh, I mean, now this may have been a choke. You can't allow this to happen if you're the Ravens. You <laughs> double Tyreek Hill. But when, then you got Waddle to worry about. It doesn't matter. You let Waddle beat you. Tyreek Hill, any coach, any defensive coordinator who allows 11 catches and 190 yards to Tyreek Hill, and two, including long fourth-quarter mm. touchdowns, should be punished. Baltimore's defense might stink, is what I think. 
But uh, they gave up 28 in the fourth to this, this Miami team. So, I mean, that is what it is. You can't uh, clearly 28 points in the fourth quarter is not going to get it done. But, like, I think the biggest storyline here to me is that everybody was sleeping on Cheetah, on Tyreek Hill, and he is every bit as good as he was in Kansas City. And it did not require Patrick – or uh, it did not require Mahomes throwing him the ball for him to be whatever – otherworldly good like this motherfucker is lighting people up there's two weeks in a row where he's had good weeks and this is an otherworldly week so uh Tyreek is looking dangerous man what an addition impressive uh yeah they got to get a running back in Baltimore I mean this Kenyon Drake shit with Mike Davis and like it's just not working they got to get uh whoever they who what's the name of the injured guy from Ohio State that's their running back uh Whatever, it's escaping me. They got to get that guy off the injury report is what I'm trying to tell you because they need a running game bad mm. in Baltimore. Indeed. J.K. Dobbins. Uh, here's a team that needs a lot. The Colts mm. fall to 0-1-1. They get shut out by the Jags, 24-0. Uh, Jacksonville is the better team. This is a team that hasn't, uh, that's had a, an okay amount of talent. They got a bunch of young guys. And they had they were a clown show with Urban Meyer last year. This guy Peterson can coach a little bit. Yeah, they look improved. They know what to do. It's probably Trevor Lawrence's best game as a pro. Twenty five of thirty for two touchdowns, two thirty five. Um, I mean, the Jaguars look competent, and the Colts look terrible. Yeah, Pittman went out on injured, whatever he was. He was deemed injured uh, in leading up to the game for the Colts. He's their number one receiver by a long margin, and it really showed here, man. Like they couldn't get the running game going. They couldn't get anything going. Even Jonathan Taylor, nine carries, fifty-four yards, no touches. Matt Ryan kind of stinks, man. Like I've been trying to give this guy the benefit of the doubt, but goddamn, that motherfucker could throw some interceptions. Three on this game, zero touchdowns, one hundred ninety-five yards, sixteen for thirty. Like Matt Ryan's got to pull it together here because this squad is good. Otherwise. In my opinion, they got a good D. They got a good offensive line. They got great running back. They've got solid receivers. If Pittman's playing, it's, it's on the quarterback, in my opinion. And he is clearly not coming through at the moment. Not a great performance by Matt. Well, Ryan. getting your ass handed to you by the Jacksonville Jaguars is never good, no matter who you are. 24 0. What an ass whipping. It's uh, the Colts play at home again for the first time this week, and they need to get their shit together. Is that the AFC South? Those guys fucking suck. Like literally, that is the shittiest division maybe it's in uh, the history of the league. And which it's probably uh, the second shittiest would have been the NFC with Cowboys and Giants and all the motherfuckers yeah, last year. But anyways, this division is trash. Woo, stinky. Uh, the Patriots bounce back after an zero and one start and beat the Steelers. In Pittsburgh, speaking of stinky, uh, mm. quarterback play really for both teams was pretty lousy, but especially for the Steelers, uh, MVP Mitch just can't play. I think he's the worst quarterback in the league. I'm not trying to be mean. I just He just can't get it done. Like He's not good. And I think missing Watt here on the defensive side of the ball for the Steelers is a massive, massive deal. He went out with a torn peck, I remind you all, on week one, and I think that's going to be – a, a dramatic difference in this Steelers performance moving forward. So hopefully that rookie will come around for the Steelers, the rookie quarterback and come in and, and maybe spell Stinky yeah, the, Mitch. Kenny Pickett hype is, is picking up steam there in Pittsburgh. Mm. Uh, we'll go quick on this one. The Giants get past the Panthers 19 to 16. Uh, these two teams stink. The Giants are two and zero for the first time in six years. Mm. The bad news, bad start for the Panthers, even though Christian McCaffrey had a good game. Uh, 
these teams are not any good. And uh, but the Giants are two and zero, leading the division. Yep. Fair enough. Uh, the Buccaneers go to New Orleans and win, beat the Saints twenty to ten in a division game. They scored seventeen fourth quarter points when it really matters. Jameis Winston threw about a thousand interceptions. Um, <laughs> yeah, Tom Brady. This is this is a good road win for Tampa. They, this is a place they've struggled to go win on. Uh, I still think the Saints are pretty good, and the interceptions. You know, he threw a bunch of them, but they weren't really. They're not terrible interceptions. Um, but the Buccaneers. That's an impressive win. They'll be playing without Mike Evans next week after a one week suspension for yeah. fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Saints yep. look like shook up. Like they don't got Kamara. Like if Mark Ingram's running your backfield, you're probably in a little bit of trouble. Um, you know, it is what it is. Three picks for Winston, like you said. So uh, the Bucks, you ain't getting it done with that. Those kind of numbers. The Lions put up 36, beat the Commies, uh, 36-27 at uh, in Detroit. Shouts to the Lions. Carson Wentz is terrible, and and somehow my fantasy quarterback in one of my leagues because <laughs> I am fantasy football. Uh, he actually had 337 yards and three touchdowns, but uh, the Commanders stink. The Lions may have some offense. That St. Brown guy yeah. is scared. Two carries for 68 yards and then nine catches for 116 and two touchdowns. Impressive. They're, they've been talking about a, a clip from Hard Knocks where uh, Amon – Ra lists all 16 wide receivers from like by memory off the top of his head who got drafted ahead of him. Okay. Uh, I got to see this, this video. I hear it's pretty great. So that guy's yeah. good, man. Like he's next, he's, you know, emerged very quickly as top, whatever you want to say. He's amongst. Well, they people. said Chris Hansen said on red zone over the last eight games of last season, he was basically the best receiver in football. Yeah. I mean, he's uh, in the top 10 at this point when no you doubt. think, and he's young. No as doubt. shit. No doubt. Uh, before we get to the well, yeah, let's do this one. The Jets beat the the Browns in Cleveland. Mm. Uh, this is your choke of the week, yep. and I loved it. You did. Tell oh. me about it. What did you love about this? Oh, I just love the the incompetence of the Browns. <laughs> I, I love. I wish nothing but the worst for them. That franchise, basically the city of Cleveland. Oh, uh, there were the photos pregame that came out of the the tailgate in Cleveland that had the uh, the very. Yeah tasteless uh images uh you know of deshaun watson and and how uh de- describing how happy endings aren't illegal uh just just absolute scum. it was like a diorama yes uh, yes anyway uh, pro football fans at their absolute worst and pro football fans are are the absolute worst so at their worst <laughs> worst at the worst uh they choke a brutal brutal loss at home to joe flacco Gets two touchdowns in the last two minutes, including an onside kick. Where um, now I've heard conflicting reports. Uh, I saw uh, Mike Lombardi came out and said that that uh, what's the the wide receiver Amari Cooper was on the hands team that he didn't make a bad play, and I've heard other people say he clearly made a bad play mm, on the onside. Like very minimal effort, and uh, I loved it. Uh, the Jets get the two get the touchdowns. Uh, and beat the Browns in a just a pathetic, pathetic, pathetic loss. About as bad as it gets. I think there I mean, there was like a Joe Flacco back there. He is a fucking statue. I mean, granted, he's big and he's tall and he throws a good ball, but he looks like he just reminds me of like Vinny Testaverde yeah. at the end of his career, where he's just like he can't. This dude can't move at all. 
you got to pressure this guy. Yeah, and, and and you give up two late scores to that guy, get out of here. I think it was like 99.4% chance that the Browns would win with like two minutes left when they're up 14 or whatever it was. Yeah, uh, they blow it. And I they shit it. the bed in the biggest way. My hope that the Browns are several games below 500 when Deshaun Watson returns um, is, is better after that loss. Mm. Uh, here's what's better. The Cowboys won. They beat the Bengals, who fall to 0-2. Cowboys 20-17. to Cooper Rush, baby. Oh, yeah? It's at he's, that time? Um, yeah, once once some people get some film on him, he's garbage. Uh, <laughs> but Joe Burrow takes too many sacks. The offensive line is not improved, at least not in a significant way. He gets hit all the time. Cowboys win. Uh, tough start for the Bengals. I mean, I think that's the bigger story. This Bro, is a team I'd be panicking if I was a Bengals fan, like major league panicking. Like these are two very winnable games in the Steelers and then the Dallas Cowboys without Dak Prescott, and you lose both. I mean, good. that's unbearable. It's not good. And then uh, maybe the best game of the week, the Chiefs beat the Chargers on Thursday night. I guess we probably talked about it, but yeah, uh, a great game. Uh, Herbert is so fucking good. He's a bad motherfucker. Yeah, we did talk Chiefs about this. Win and, you know, I would say hold serve at home, uh, a three-point game with the crowd. That's about right. We'll see if they can go to L.A. later in the season and get a win. But uh, that completes your week two recap. Pretty good stuff, Micah. I loved it, Brad. A nice um, little 30-minute uh, recap. Pretty good stuff. Looking ahead, we'll, we'll preview some of the college football and some of the pros, obviously uh, in-depth with the Algo mm. uh, later this week. Uh, Cowboys-Giants are your Monday-nighter. Sunday night is Niners Broncos. That's kind of a yawn for me. Uh, let's see, two, four games in the late window. And so we got a bunch of early game windows, uh, a bunch of early games, which is good for those red zone watchers like myself. Good shit, brother. You want me to play you out here? It. Check out no house no nohouseadvantage.com. Check out get your house at michaelweiner.com <laughs> and uh, check out the Patreon. Let's go, baby. Mm, Bye-bye. Thanks for listening.